Yeah, I got a good one. For, uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll send you. I'll send you the uh, the video of it uh, here when yeah. we get done. But um, yeah, that, that happened not too long ago, allegedly. Uh, <laughs> oh man, uh, what? What's the number one lesson that has stayed with you throughout your career? If you could boil boil <laughs> down the last twenty six years or so, and uh, if you have one good one big lesson that stands out, what do you think it would be? Take care of your people. Take care, and that's at all levels, man. Even you know, even from a chief level all the way down to the firefighter level. If you're that low man on the totem pole, and you get a probie in there, take care of him. You know, just up and down, take care of your people, you know, take care of the people around you, take care of your officers, your drivers, you know, take care of your companies. But I, I think the biggest lesson I've learned, and I, I learned that from a captain there was just take care of your people. That was, and they'll take care of you. You know, that's kind of the thing that always stuck out to me. It, it's 100% true. I think that uh, if anybody learns anything from, any of these podcasts I've putting out, that's probably the, the best lesson that, that any of us can learn. Um, what, uh, I guess along the same lines, is there anything on the fire ground? Uh, not, you know, so much leadership or group dynamics wise, but just fire ground wise, any, any lessons that have stuck, that stood out to you that you found yourself using uh, pretty frequently throughout, throughout your years on the fire ground? Yeah, I think I think one of the big things is is understanding building construction. That's kind of the thing, you know. They they've taken that out of the the training series. Those building construction. I think I think a big thing these days is understanding building construction, understanding fire conditions. Mm-hmm. You know, being able to read smoke, things like that. That's that, that's a huge telltale sign, of, and it ties into building construction too. You know, is is being able to read those buildings because the building's going to tell you. You know, they're, they're going to be able to, t- you're going to be able to see things and that comes with time and experience. But I think the more you're doing this, the more you start seeing those things and like the, you know, finding those senior guys that understand that getting in their coat pockets. And when they do something, when they say, Hey, let's go here. Let's do that. Ask them, Hey, why'd we do that? They may have seen something that you don't understand, you know, yep. but uh, building construction conditions, understanding the building, the layouts of buildings, because when you're doing those 360s and you're riding territory, things like that, you can look at these houses, these apartment complexes, these businesses, you can lay them out. It's pretty easy, you know, mm-hmm. based on windows and things like that. That's a, that's a big thing. I don't know how many people do that. I, I know I used to ride around and be like, hey, where's, where do you think, that, you know, know where bedrooms are? We're, we're very big proponents of VES up here. We use it a lot. We've been very successful. Um, our fire chief actually taught VES himself. And two weeks later, we used it uh, to, oh, yeah. to remove a victim in a neighboring department that had no and no um, desire whatsoever to go in that house. And uh, they pulled a lady out. There was two victims. One didn't make it. The other one ended up pulling her out. Two guys, you know, working their asses off, pulled them out and uh, made a very oh. successful rescue. And she's here today because of that. So, you know, it was uh, that was a very proud yeah, it was a very. I've got a video, and I I'll, I'll, I can share it with you. I'll, I'll have to do some editing on it, but when you see it, you'll be like, "Holy shit, those guys were absolute pop hitters." I mean, they, you know, the, the first in crew that was there had no damn desire whatsoever to even be on that fire. Our guys show up and just fucking go to work, and, and hell yeah, it's, it gets me excited to talk about it. But it, 
well, kudos to those two, man. We we recognized them. We 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 put some medals on their chest, and it was damn deserving. So, but it was cool to see that the damn fire chief took his time because he wanted us to do something different, you know, and went out and taught VES himself. The man that runs the damn department is out there and taught every member of our department VES. That is awesome. And you put it, you put it, uh, you put it to work straight away too. That, that's great. Yeah, and we use, you know, we've used it. We use it a lot here because, man, we're like I said, that limited manpower. You gotta, you gotta find ways to work smart around here, and you know, you don't have that manpower, so it, it's time to, it's time to damn suck it up and get to work when you get there. So you know, it mm-hmm. may it may be you for just a little bit. So that's, that's the thing. Um, uh, but yeah, going back to. The thing that sticks out, I think, is like that building construction, understanding fire behavior, you know, things like mm-hmm. that. The, the minute task, I think, that we forget about stretching lines, you know, efficiently, things like that, throwing ladders. I'm a firm believer. You got to be proficient sometimes. I was, I was just going to say, I'm a firm believer that it's the basic things that really make you really good at this job. So I completely agree there. Oh, 100%. You know, I, I, I think there's five of them. That's searching, stretching lines, throwing ladders. You know, just the, there's, there's, if you could take five big things every year and train on them, that's your five things you focus on. It's probably the five most minute things that people think about. They're like, oh, hey, we're good at stretching lines. Oh, are we? No, no we're good at throwing ladders. So I think, so, you know, forcible entry is one of those. That's, that's kind of a thing that, you know, not a lot of people, do a whole lot of you know you can't get in the building i mean get into the roof. Know, good or yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so no it's uh you nailed it man it's the, it's the best job in the, in the world and i don't think i could do anything i couldn't sit i couldn't have done anything else for 26 years now and, and been i don't think i'm that successful but i've i've held my own you know so i'm, yeah. I'm uh can, can you imagine pretty proud of where i came from oh, go ahead go ahead I think that I think there's a slight delay. What was that? I'm sorry. I don't know. I said, can you, yeah, can you worked in an office or working in an office now? Oh no. Yeah. Or, or a carpet mill or, or anything, just that same job. I think, I think that's the thing that really drew me to the fire service. It's something different every day, even as an administrator, no day's the same, you know, it's, it can, it can be an easy day or it can be flipped upside down in just a matter of no time. So. It's uh, it's definitely a rewarding career for sure, um, and and the relationships you build over those years. You know, the one thing I wish I would have done more of is take those pictures and stuff. I got cameras. You know, back in the day, we didn't have the the, the ca- we had the little wind up cameras, and if you left one in your turnout coat, you better not take it to get it developed because there's no telling what was on it. So, but you know, a lot of, a lot of memories that I wish I still had. A lot of guys that are no longer here that I wish I had those pictures with and. Uh, so that's another thing is is enjoy those moments that you have in, in the station, on the fires, on the fire ground, training, everywhere. I 100% agree. And I think um, for our listeners, it, you were talking about the building construction and the fire behavior, the smoke reading. That's, I think I got really lucky because when I came out, you know, I came out in third third battalion and I had some really, really jam up dudes that preached the basically everything that you just said. And it was um, you know, I, I ended up finding uh 
good place to start, even if you know you have no idea what else to do or whatever. But I found the the art of reading buildings and the art of reading smoke are both art of reading smoke. Yep, <laughs> are both are both great great foundational pieces. Uh, obviously, they're both written by the same or made by the same guy, Dave Dotson. Um, yep. But Dave, I believe, retired, and he actually went and turned over the entirety of the program all 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 original to rob backer uh, out of he's out of the department in denver but um mm-hmm. rob's now going around on the 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 conference circuit and everything he's teaching teaching the updated the updated program which is it's oh, wow. still basically the you know the original class and everything just with some more modern uh fire behavior updates so if you if for anybody listening, if y'all go to any of these regional conferences or anything like that and see it available, I highly recommend taking it. Uh, but there's also, and I'm not, I'm 100% not paid by anybody to say this, but uh, Fire Engineering Videos has basically like the Netflix of um, fire department like training videos uh, and the whole original Art of Reading Smoke and the Art of Reading Buildings are on there. I think it costs something like I mean it's in, it costs like two hundred thirty dollars for individual access, but there you can get departmental access for it. Um, and it has I mean just a wealth of building construction and uh, fire dynamics information on it. So highly highly recommend. I'd like to teach. Like speaking of those conferences, I mean that's another thing I learned so much going to those. I, I started going to the Orlando Fire Conference in early probably two thousand four, and that was just kind of my introduction and we we really pushed the MAFC conference you know and and obviously our budget doesn't support us enough to send a ton of people to FDIC but we're encouraging that you know getting out doing those but MAFC man that's one of the best uh and I'm not paid to say that either but as a student of the fire service that's a huge huge jewel right in our back door in Georgia if you're in if you're in the the metro area or you know north georgia or just right outside south georgia or middle georgia i mean there's really no reason not to go it's free for the classroom part you know the hot hot classes really aren't that expensive they bring in in some good some good instructors too my only caveat to that is make sure to screen who's instructing a little bit you know oh man that's a We could talk in the, oh, you were, uh, <laughs> oh, you, I could talk, I could go on for another hour on that. That That is a huge thing that I think is, I'm going to call it a problem. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say it's a problem because there are a lot of people out there teaching and spreading information that to me just aren't vetted. And that may hurt feelings. I don't care. Um, uh, I, it's uh, that's a hard pill for me to swallow. I, if I'm gonna go take a class, I want the guy that has crawled the hallway, I want the guy that has been in the worst of the worst, that has the experience. He didn't get his experience training every day in his department that doesn't go to fires in a connex box where, where conditions are controlled. You know, we can go out, we can beat up. You know, I, I'm a very firm believer in training, but where do you put that skill? is mm-hmm. on the fire ground and if you don't go to fires it's kind of hard for me to really <laughs> no 
I'm very much with the same mindset. And I, I tell my guys all the time, the, the same, the same thing, you know, just, yes, I'm sure that you could get some, something from most classes and everything like that, but you, you just gotta be careful because, you know, what is the, the concrete cowboy that's gotten to, you know, train and his, like I said, his Connex box or whatever else for 15 years. Yeah. You know, yeah, he, he knows how to fight one really specific kind of fire, a pound yeah. on fire inside of a metal box, you know, mm-hmm. which is like, I, I'm also a firm believer in training, but realistic training and, you know, trying to apply it to where you fight your fires at and all that. But at the end of the day, you know, a lot of stuff I've taken from training classes, I've tried in actual fires and a lot of the shit that people put out there no, don't, doesn't work. Don't, yeah. And that's, you know, and I, I kind of talk out of both sides of my mouth with that as, as my boss says the same thing. He's like, hey, don't complain because you're not teaching. You know, all those guys' experience is not teaching. So I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and so, but, you know, that's, that's, that's a sensitive subject and I, I could go mm-hmm. on and, and probably hurt some feelings. And but, oh, I'm sure, I'm sure we just hurt like a bunch of people's feelings. And, and, yeah, and, it, 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 and it's not, I'm not, I'm not being disrespectful at all. By all means, kudos to them for finding their niche and people mm-hmm. paying to go, to go do it. Um, more power to them, you know, but, but like you said, vet those instructors, look, 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 just look up the bios. Yes. It's easy. You bio. can yeah, you can but call any department and say, hey, how many fires you go to? If they're like seven, eight, it's like, mm. it's like uh yeah. but now and and along those lines too, I will say, you know, I never want to discourage anyone from no. training. No, no, but go and learn, go and learn from the guys that are really doing the job and bring that back. So like you can't help the fact that your department only goes to one yeah. or two jobs a year, you know. But go to the guys that do really do the job, learn from them, bring that back, and then train on that. You know, yeah. just yeah. And I th- and I think that's a big thing too. If you don't go to fires, be honest about it. Don't portray okay. it as something that's not. You know, just be honest. I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna be way more receptive if I'm in there and I know, you know, that man, you're doing, you're you're out there preaching what you believe to where if I'm like. Mm, this guy's preaching something that he don't know about, you know, yeah. I think I'm a little more receptive. Don't, don't in, in this business, they're going to sniff out the bullshit real quick. Hell yeah. You got to know <laughs> real fast. Yeah. You're going to get exposed. And and for the most part, I think they have good intentions, but I think sometimes mm-hmm. they run away with it. It's sometimes I see it as a money grab too. It's uh, it looks like it's a pretty lucrative business sometimes. So maybe, maybe, um, I don't know. You know, I, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's uh, I, I, I do agree with you that it is a bit of a problem, but yeah, we may have to edit that part out just to make everybody happy. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't mind to pissing people off though. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I'm, I'm from the Jerry Third down here. There you go, baby. You got that, uh, you got that South the Cab education. Uh huh. But um, now I think. I think too that we we should also mention you know if you are one of those guys that is from a place that's lucky enough to get to actually do the job, don't also go in there thinking that you're like some sort of fucking god or something. Yeah. Shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, a little a little bit of humility goes a long way, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely humility. It's uh you know I, and and going from a big department to a small department, you know I 
I had to learn that humility. You know, I had to I had to learn that training is is very important in the small department because honestly, how much time do you have to train down there? You know, you got your 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 basic training, but you do, but you're getting your training on the job. One hundred, one hundred. You know, we're here. We have to really, but we get to apply that. And and those, you know, that training that we do, we get to apply. You're very fortunate to get to do that. But it's, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I can remember the days, man, when we didn't even charge people for classes. You know, back in the old Georgia Fools days and things like that. Yeah. It's, it's uh, yeah, that's a. I was wondering if we were going to cross that bridge, and we did. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's funny because I think I think there's a lot of people that have that have that mentality that are like, mm, let's don't pass the sniff test sometimes. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't hate them because I'm not out there teaching, you know, I, I, I do yeah. some teaching, you know, when I'm when I'm called upon to teach and I do it, but I'm not out there doing the conferences or anything like that. And I don't consider myself a subject matter expert by any means, but no. you know, I was fortunate to get a lot of get a lot of fire, especially in LA when on the downturn of the economy from 07 and was an absolute just the best. You talk about going to fires. That's that was when we were going to fires and it was uh, a lot of <laughs> A lot of experience, but, you know, and and just to be able to do that, but there's guys like you, you know, you guys are going to be there 15, 20 years who have doubled that experience. You're getting more experience in five years than most people get in a whole career. Mm-hmm. That's what I try to tell people. I tell people that up here. I tell them stories in their life. There's no way. And I'm like, no, trust me. You know, I had a, a good friend of mine went to work there for a little while, came out and ended up on the heavy. And he called me one night, you know, it was like midnight. He was like, Man, I thought all them stories you were telling me were lies. <laughs> He's like, going to the fourth fire. I love this shit, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's the truth, man. It's, uh, you know, and, and I've sent, you know, we have people that come and go, you know, and then we get those young guys that want to go experience that, you know, and I'm never going to tell them, you know, if you're better than yourself and that's what you want to do, man, go get it because you're going to get <laughs> everything you want in those departments and so. And then so. <laughs> that's, there's, there's probably – so there's four or five guys still there that I actually was like, hey, a couple of them I won't claim, but you know, and I'm like, hey man, uh, if you want it, go get it. You know, I'll put in a good word for you. So yeah, yeah some of them, like, a couple of them I probably should take my word back, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> now they're all good guys. And we're but always we're always looking for for real for real good hard nosed firemen. So yeah, <laughs> you text me about one you were working with the other day, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was actually really funny. He he just happened to he just happened to bring up uh just, just he mentioned you and I was like, huh, you know him, you know? Yeah. So, like he actually yeah. he just he just moved into to my battalion. So it's uh, oh really cool. Yeah, yeah that's we'll a good one. A lot more. He's yeah. at Penn of all places. And oh wow. Yep. Yeah. No, that's yeah, that's <laughs> I tell that story. I'm like, man, I want to go south so bad. I put ten on my transfer right out of the county. People were like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> it's I, a good way to get a foothold, right? See, we'll see where I stick. You know. <laughs> Let's go on to. This kind of uh, touches on what we were what we were just talking about. But do you have any advice for the rookie fireman just starting out? Do you have any big advice you like to yeah, give your guys? I think, uh, 
you know, I, I, I have to give a speech every, every recruit class that we do. And I, th- I think the big thing is listen more than you talk when you get there. Um, find that senior man. I think that's the best advice I reckon can do. Find the person that you want to be and then you stick to that person, you know, let them teach you and you learn. You also find, you can also find the person you don't want to be. If you've got an open mind as a rookie, as a pro view firefighter, look around and see who you don't want to be. That's okay too, but find the person you want to be and uh, learn from them. I was very fortunate to have several of those coming up. And, you know, then once I got to where I landed at 24, right out of my career, you know, Joel Jennings just took me under his wing and, and, I'm forever grateful for him and guys like Chris Wells and all them that, that really showed me what it was like to be a fireman, to be a firefighter. Um, yeah, there's nothing I tell people that, that there there is nothing original about my uh, my brand of firefighting or, or who I am as a fireman. It's no. all just a compil- It's all just a compilation of the dudes that you know I, I looked at and was like. That's, that's who I want to be right there. Yep. So every, every, everything that I do on a fire scene is all just stuff I took from, yeah. you know, all those, all those fucking real, real jakes, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and, and training and learning, I think, you know, when you come out as a rookie, you got the foundation, but you know, you, you know, just enough to probably get yourself killed. You know, you still got to build the walls. You got to, you got to put the roof on the house, you know, and I don't think you ever, I don't think you ever complete the house in your career. If you do, then you, you probably need to go because I think you're always, you know, even 26 years in, I'm still learning. I'm still going to classes and don't ever stop, man. Just, uh, <clears throat> and keep pushing, you know, it don't, uh, I don't know. Sometimes I think they get, they get bogged down and, and feel like they're, they're being singled out. And, you know, if they're not giving you hell, they, 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 they don't like you. If they're giving you hell. They love you. <laughs> Exactly. They're trying to mold you. So, you know, it's, uh, I couldn't imagine being a, like, you know, I got my, my oldest girls are 23 and I have a 20 year old and 19 year old. And I couldn't imagine being that age in this world today, you know? So, so getting in the fire service would be the, the ultimate way to escape, I guess, the reality yeah. of and learn and, and learn how to be productive. It teaches, it teaches you a lot. I, uh, I, I grew up, uh, without a father and everything. So it, it basically the fire service became my daddy, you know, didn't stop me whole, I mean, most of the, most of my life skills have been courtesy yeah. of the fire service. Yeah. And you know, it's funny you say, you mentioned that like in the interview process, like, you know, I'll, I'll, I, I can pick out now I've been doing it so long. I when the class start. I can tell you who's going to make it and who's not within a pretty good thing. And I'm always looking for that guy that didn't have that father figure because that's going to be my, that's going to be the shine light right there. He's going to come to this job. He or she, you know, they didn't have that father figure. They're going to come in here and they're going to be a shining light one day because they're going to find out that this is where, you know, somebody's going to take you in no matter what you, you could be a, you could be a old beat up dog off the streets man. it ain't got nothing you come to the fire service somebody's gonna love on you they're gonna turn yep. you yep it's gonna yeah along those same lines too i i would say i, I think about these questions from time to time and i i've been fortunate enough to have to um train a pretty significant amount a number of probies in just my short time with the cab just because of the turnover and all that and i think that if if i had to get that uh any advice, um, pretty much everything you just said, but as well, I would throw in, 
that you get out of the, this career and what you put in. Oh, you know? so if you're willing to if you're willing to give it all, you're gonna get everything out of it. Just yeah, just like awesome. yes, and even things like we were just talking about, like life lessons. You know, yeah. I don't think I'd ever. I mean, it, it can be stuff from as simple as a, using a chainsaw, learning how to use a chainsaw for the first time, or getting mechanical uh, skills and things like that, all the way up to you know how to deal with interpersonal relationships and you know what to do with financial stuff and all that. everything anything and everything that's yeah it can that, all be that, taught here financial planning for the fire service should be a, a class you know oh, yeah it should <laughs> everybody everybody gets that job goes out buys the truck you know just waste all their money you, that, you that's our version that's our version of the military where uh, you, as soon as you get out boot camp you you marry a chick and turn over your uh Turn over your your bank account information to them right before you get deployed. Yeah, our, our that, version uh, of that is the truck. You were talking about the chainsaw. I was I was doing some work for a, a promotional company that did promotions. I actually used to do the calves, but I never did theirs because I knew most of the people. And there was a guy that would come in that would run the incident command. I think he was a chief forever. Some maybe Metro Denver somewhere, and he was telling us about his interview process. And he said he got so fed up with getting bad applications that he set a chainsaw in front of his office. And when the when the person would come in, he'd be like, hey, start that chainsaw. And if they couldn't start it, he's like, nope, not hiring them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was true, but yeah, he t- I'm like, man, you could probably weed out a lot of people pretty quick with that. But yeah, yeah, I would. <laughs> I saw it be fucking hilarious. Just yeah, I just got a chainsaw. So like, I'm here for my interview. Right Start that chainsaw. Yeah, that's funny. Um, what is what is the meaning of firemanship to you? Oh, firemanship. I, I think it goes it goes hand in hand with that brotherhood sisterhood thing. You know, firemanship is is the the camaraderie, the loyalty. The bonds that you build, um, being into the job, I think, is a big part of firemanship. Um, there's so many things I think that it all just turns it turns back into that family. I think I think firemanship <laughs> and family are kind of a tangible there a little bit for me. Yeah, you know, pride, you know, pride in everything that you got. You guys, I love, absolutely love the company pride and. I try to tell people it's a whole different level in places, you know, where I came from, like company pride's a big thing. I mean, it, you know, we, we've got our own, we've got company shirts up here now, you know, we push the company pride, but you know, you, you start talking to guys like Captain Robertson that you had on and those guys bleed company pride. <laughs> you know, and, and, and that's, you know, I, that that's another tradition that I hope never leaves the fire stage, the fire service is that company pride. Yeah, I completely you know, agree. So yeah, firemanship is being into the job, just you know, giving it like you said, giving it everything that you give and getting getting out of it. Um, that's yeah, yeah. The, the going back to the company pride, it's I think that that's another thing too. Allowing your people to have that pride will also help breed better firemen. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, you you create that buy-in, and they're. You know, just just for the sheer just for the sheer fact that they don't want to look bad in front of other companies. That that yeah. alone, right there, yeah. at the base level, 
will make them want to excel at what they do. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't want to get beat in your own territory. You don't want somebody to take the nozzle from you. You know, you're, you're gonna, you know, because here when you get back to the house, that, that ass is gonna get ripped a little bit. So. <laughs> you, you, you want to beat everybody in their territory, but you damn sure don't want to get beat in yours. So, no, no, there's no worse feeling losing yeah, your fire. And the, uh, you know, the company rivalries, you know, you talk about that, and that's a, those are always fun too. You yeah, know. they are. I guess stuff like that, you know, taking somebody's statue or whatever their prize possession is and taking it with you and spending some time with it. <laughs> I can go back to the, the funny, the funny parts uh, of the fire service. Yeah, I'm sure there's, I, I there's an, I'm, we could we could do a whole episode on just pranks and shift oh, war uh, and uh, and Asian yeah. wars and everything else, you know. Yeah, it, it makes it fun though, you know. Yeah, I think I think there's a healthy shift war and then there's that unhealthy, you know. Yeah, where, where yeah. everybody's bitching about the other shift and you know, mm-hmm. and, and I'm sure you've probably heard Captain Holder say this is can't control what they did yesterday, but we can control what we did today. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. You know, we can't help what they did. All we can help is what we do while we're here for our 24 hours. So it doesn't yeah. do any good to sit and bitch about somebody not cleaning up the dishes or leaving something in the dishwasher. Just, man, go on about your day. Do what you do. And, we'll, we'll do things the right way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> the last, last question here, Chief. What makes someone a true fireman's fireman? If you had to, you know, look up the definition of Jake in the dictionary. What what would that be to you? I, th- I think it's that person that's into the job. Uh, you know, when I when I see that that so and so was a true fireman's fireman, I think it goes back to that person that took care of their people, that gave back to the job, that you know, that mentored. Uh, you know, the the hard nose going to push a little harder you know, push a little deeper in a fire and, and, you know, aggressive, I think aggressive comes to mind with that, you know, within reason. Um, but really a fireman's fireman is somebody that really, uh, just, I mean, honestly takes care of their people. I can't say that enough, you know, it sounds like a broken record, but I think that's the, the hopefully we've hammered it into some people though, that I might, uh, might not, I've ever had that idea before. So, yeah. that, well, that is, uh, yeah, I, I completely agree there. You know, that's uh, taking care of your people goes a very, very long way. Um, and all the best, all the best firemen that I've seen are the ones that, that that's what they do. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're taking care of their crews. That, their captains are making sure their crews are taking care of the drivers. You know, they're making sure that the, the the captain's taken care of as well as making sure the guys on scene are taken care of and yeah. and they're always they're always doing it but they're never you know they're never there asking for you know recognition or anything like that they're probably honestly if you did go up to one of those guys and try to give them some sort of accolade or some shit they're gonna you know downplay it yeah i'll get feel embarrassed but yeah is it going to you know, it's still, I don't know if it's still like that now, but back, you know, back when I was there, the captain sometimes may not run that station. It might be that senior man. Mm-hmm. The captain it was 100% is. okay with that because they were the middle management. You know, you call it middle management. They didn't have any rank, but they were, they were going to make sure that up and down, everything was good, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, the driver I still I still think is the most important position, and usually they are a senior man. Well, I say usually, but we've lose we're losing all that seniority, but that's still and it's taught that way too. Yeah, uh, that 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 position is still you know like the heartbeat of the crew, so to speak. 100%. They're gonna make sure that the house is in order and that that crew is trained up and doing what's supposed to be good and taking care of stopping the things from getting to the captain so the captain can stop it from getting to the bc and so on and so forth and the captain's job is kind of you know do what needs to be done for the crew and then keep the uh you know kind of keep the higher ups off of yeah that's that's one thing that i really hope with with our growing that we'll eventually get to that where you know right now you gotta you gotta have a captain and and a firefighter on the rig you know but eventually getting that middle man in there to to really that senior level because it's hard for our people to come out and be a firefighter right off the bat because they got to learn how to drive. They got to learn, you know, that we need them as relief drivers and things like that. So that's one thing that in our future, I hope that our people get to experience is that, you know, getting to be a firefighter for a little while and yeah. learning the ropes and then jumping in, you know, moving up. But eventually we'll get there. Hopefully we just got to keep our foot on the gas and see where yeah, we're going. Like for everything that you've been telling me, it, it does sound like that y'all are very much headed in the right direction. We hope so. We, there may be people out there that think we're idiots and that we're doing it all wrong, but at least, at least there's always going to be there's always going to be haters out there. But yeah, it sounds like yeah, you guys are good. Uh, environment. Uh, well, I really, uh, I really appreciate it, Chief. Um, you know, this has been awesome. Yeah, uh, I, I hope. Uh, here in the future, you know, we can, we can keep talking and I can have you, have you on again at some point. Yeah, no, I, I love what you're doing. I love the message. That's what, when I, when I listened, I started listening to it. I saw the post, uh, and I was like, man, this is really, I've, you know, turned a couple of people onto it. And everybody's like, man, I really enjoy listening to this. I think it's kind of a, it's kind of one of those that's not sugarcoated and it, it speaks the truth. And I, I love the fact that you're, you're, you're trying to keep some of that stuff alive, especially for this next generation of firefighters that are coming up. And yeah, that's my that's my hope is that hopefully it'll be able to you know help somebody out. Then they'll hear something on here, and maybe they can take you know maybe some of this culture stuff that we're talking about. They can take that and bring it to their department, or yeah. help keep some of that stuff alive. Um, or just you know, at the very least, be entertained by it, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's and, that's the thing. I always think like, about 20, 26 years ago, I was like. Man, none of this stuff's ever going to matter to me. Now, 26 years later, eventually that probie's going to be achieved. He's going to be a captain. So hopefully, hopefully, some of the things they pick up, they can they can keep it with them. That would be that would be nice. At the very least, I get to talk to some good firemen. So yeah, <laughs> that's I enjoy talking. <laughs> even even if nobody even if nobody else listens to this, yeah, I, I yeah. can still say I got something out of it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. we always <laughs> still talking about fires, but you know, it's like man, that's just. That's it. That's what we signed up for, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, you know, I, I really appreciate it, man. And I wish yeah. you guys the best down there. It looks like things have really changed uh, for the better down there. Um, I, I still follow everybody. I, I'm still yeah. checking pages. I still talk to the guys that run my recruit class and the ones that are still left there. Most of them are starting to retire, and I still keep in touch with everybody, and I, I love it. Uh, I always threaten I'm gonna come down to a ride alone, but I don't know if I want to be up all night like this. <laughs> <laughs> you do have that. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm by no means uh, what you would consider a Kool-Aid drinker, but it is, I I do think from uh, just from what I've seen working, working in places like Roswell and Gilmer and being around people from other departments and things like that, I still can't think of really anywhere else I would want to work, you know? No, um, it's, so, uh, so it's it's a good it's a good place to be, yeah. and uh, you know, and plus we go to a lot of jobs. So you can't, yeah, a lot, <laughs> lot of jobs, no doubt, jobs. You people know. people don't believe it, man. But I'm like, I'm telling you, it's it's the damn truth. I'm like that. I don't know how there's anything left to burn sometimes, you know. And it's it it, it does. Still, we're still consistently you know averaging almost two a day. And it had been that way, even like you, you talked about 08, there was 07, 08, 09. Like it, it was like that way before that, too. Yeah. For whatever no, reason, yeah. for whatever reason, it, the place just burns, you know? Yeah. It's, a magical, it's, still, magical it's, still, it's still the same companies. You know, I noticed now, though, the north side seems to burn fairly regular. Yeah. Yeah. Really. I mean, wherever, wherever you're at, I think part of it's probably because the county is so damn old. Yeah. You know? yeah. So I think part of it's just, you know, just old shit catching on fire. Yeah, yeah. So, Doesn't matter where you're at, you're gonna get it. Um, yeah, nowhere to hide anymore, man. It's uh, even even the slow stations are busy now. It's I, I look at the numbers, I'm like, oh my god, you know, you can't go hide. Yeah. Are, are you a member of the uh, the unofficial Facebook? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you yeah. do the number. Yeah, yeah. that's how that's how I keep up with everything. Keep up with everybody. I get the I like to watch those little battles break off. I'd have a, I'd be glad to come by and uh, see how you all do things over in uh, over in your in your county. It sounds like it's uh, pretty neat out there. Yeah, one of these yeah. Guys. Yeah. Any, anybody that you know, our 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 phones are always open. We're here for questions. If anybody's got you know, we like I said, we're we're probably not doing it right. But you know, if you ever need to somebody to lean on or or see how we're doing things or we can we can damn sure tell you what don't work i can promise you that you know yeah hell i might <laughs> i might come i might come over and do some cave training with y'all yeah no no ridiculous. If, if some of if, if any of the listeners out there want to we our our cave guys we got a couple of guys that are on the fire side that really really love it man they love taking we have people they you know they got a couple of buddies that come up from texas every year and they do a cave trip and from other fire departments across the country that'll come in and stay a couple of days and go caving with them. So, cool. Yeah, we'll we'll run you through the mountain if you want to go. I'll walk personally, but I can I can I can still <laughs> no, no no going underground for you. Yeah, I, I, that crawling and and underground darkness is not not for this big guy. So I understand. Well, Chief, I appreciate it. Um, is there any sort of social media plug or anything like that that you'd like to put out for um, people to find? yeah no to i need to i need to i used to play my band used to play down in atlanta back in the day when i worked you know when i was working the metro we need to book a show down there and get everybody together we'll uh i'll try to work on that for 24 uh we just do all 90s country now so that's uh oh, sweet yeah so it's it's neon moon the ultimate 90s country band and uh i'll book a show in atlanta man we'll get everybody together and uh oh yeah yeah, that's, cool. get, meet some meet some of the new faces and get to see some of them old faces that I haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. yeah, come on, come on, definitely. I'm sure you know. You, I'm sure you know. You can come on down anytime you want. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm over at 20 now, so if you ever want to come by and you know, talk shop and meet in person, I'm all all game for it. Uh, I'm sure, the other guys 
love to hear some of your uh, stories that we can't uh, really air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got to hear some of them a couple of months ago when Cat had his birthday. But Damn. yeah, hug that man's neck for me next shift. I love him to death. He's one of the best ones. He's uh, you're you're very very fortunate to have him as leading you. And, and your previous captain too was uh, one of my good close friends there at six. So uh, yeah, a lot of. A lot of good times with him. A lot of good conversations. I still talk to him all the time. One of my favorite. Yeah, I believe it. It was. It was hard. It was. It was hard to leave him. Uh, yeah. It was hard to leave six in general. I just. I just wanted to get get some more some more fire duty before I start promoting. You know. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. But it was. I, uh, I don't know which of you's got the deeper voice, man. I'm trying to figure it out. Y'all both got. That. It's it's def it's definitely him. <laughs> man, that man, that man's like a walking fucking cowboy. It, it, yeah. it, <laughs> Maybe uh, did you did you see the pictures of him? Uh, uh, the pictures of him that he he posted recently of uh, you know he just had like his twentieth baby. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, he he had uh, he had the whole like just suburban dad look going on. Oh yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. Oh my god, if you haven't seen it yet, go go check it out. Yeah, I'm about, to, I'm about to go look at that right now. I was just like, I was like, who is this man? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, that dude, yeah. I mean, I've been I've been friends with him for a little while, um, but I've I've learned I learned a lot from him when he wasn't my captain, uh, just working around him, at 16, yeah. 24, and then at Roswell also. Yeah. And then I learned a lot within the short time that he was my captain. Uh, so right. hopefully over the years, I'll get to learn a lot more from him too. Yeah, he came up. He came up. You know, up here we worked together, saw him part time, and all that. So we had a, a lot of good times, some, some good fires with him too. So. Mm -hmm. And he's funny as shit. Oh yeah, yeah. You never know. You never know with him. You never know what's uh, what's about to come out of that man's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, all right, Kevin. Well, what was the name of the what was the name of the band again? It's Neon Moon, the ultimate nineties country band. It's on all social media. <laughs> okay, there you go. Y'all y'all maybe, maybe next show. time we could talk about the music business, you know, we'll break off. Yeah, admit, you can teach you can teach me about it. Yeah, uh, it's uh it's I don't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah y'all heard that go uh give give chief band a uh a look i want to go look it up here in a minute and, yeah uh, man. yeah man i appreciate it really i do uh, i love what you're doing keep it up and uh i'm looking forward to hearing some more some more episodes as, as this progresses i hope you're getting a lot of a lot of tuning in on it man it's uh definitely needs to be heard yeah, yeah, I hope so. At least uh, if I can do one, at least one thing to help give back to this job, it's given me so much. I'm, I'm for it, you know. Yeah. And along those lines, uh, for y'all listening, uh, if this is your first time, go ahead and uh, if you like what you heard, you know, go ahead, give us a follow. We're on basically all the podcasting things now. Um, I'm actually thinking about dabbling into YouTube here shortly. Well, we'll see how that goes. But um, yeah, we're on Apple or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartMedia, SoundCloud, anything that you can think of. Just go give us a look and uh, follow. And we're on Facebook and Instagram at Smoke Eater Pod. Please go and uh, give our pages a follow, a like, and share with your friends. And with that, Chief, that's all I got. Yeah, man. Thanks, brother. All right, I appreciate it. I will be in touch. All right. Take care. Good night.